San Pedro Martir and also the Baja International Tourist Cup and uh, neat stuff in between. Uh, I know he mentioned that uh, we have a lot more, uh, uh, a lot of good entries in and uh, from here and everywhere. And uh, it sounds like it's going to be an exciting time. Uh, right, Wade? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it sounds like it's going to be a whole lot of fun. So we hope to hear from him as well. And uh, let's see. Uh, we're going to have Hawk Mazada call in. Uh, he's an old school racer from when I brain doesn't work as well but uh anyways he's gonna call in and let us know what's happening with this pro the program um let's see basically uh he's working with children and mx uh learning them how to uh, i guess uh race dirt bikes so uh, it'll be very exciting to hear what's going on in that that neck of the woods and uh we'll go from there so anyhow uh let me get my shit together and uh have a book crate play a oh boy he has two red albums out now how exciting what you got going mo crate uh, we're gonna start out with the Modern Lovers, Roadrunner. Right on, right on. Roadrunner.
oh yeah, I'm sitting here jarring with Wade and milk crate and yeah, we're talking about race plans and all that good stuff and uh you know, uh, a lot of clubs right now are starting to open up a little, which is really, really nice. And uh, AFM, AFM is going to be back out there, and they're going to be running uh, July uh, 18th and 19th over at Button Willow. And uh, I believe they have a track day over at Button Willow this weekend. Uh, one of my pals just left for that. Um, they're also going to be running in August uh, 8th and 9th, uh, either at Button Willow or Sonoma. I'm not, I'm not quite clear in how they wrote that down. But, uh, yeah, AFM is still running out there, having a good time. Uh, they're going to be out there, like I said, uh, July 18th and 19th at Buttonwillow and August 8th and 9th over either in Sonoma or uh, Buttonwillow. We shall see. I'll have to ask someone about that. Or, you know, if they're listening, call in. But anyhow, uh, yeah. So uh, that being said, like I mentioned earlier, we hope to have uh, August call in from Front Track Days, D-A-Y-Z, letting us know what's going to be going on next. Uh we're already here on July 3rd. They had a fun time over at Laguna Seca, uh, from what I saw at my friends over on a Facebook book. And uh, they're going to be there on July 27th. They're going to do the Thunder Hill three-mile course. So uh, have a good time out there uh, with fun track days. Anyhow, uh, D-A-Y-Z. Uh, all our friends are still out there. You know, it's getting a little bit more open. Uh, everyone's trying to watch out and wear masks and all that good stuff. But as far as shops go... You know, I know for sure, you know, O'Hanlon's is out there, Desmoto's out there, um, Tokyo Moto's out there uh, as well. Uh, everyone's in a little bit limited times and stuff. Uh, as far as uh, if you need any, uh, one of our friends just got rear-ended, gave him a Law Tigers uh, uh, actually card, you know, Matt and stuff. So Law Tigers takes care of you if you get hurt, that type of thing. And uh, I'm calling Super Plush Suspension uh, very, very soon. I, I hear uh, he's out there running around, James. Uh, uh, fixing things, and uh, I need to have stuff done for my race bike uh, coming out soon. So uh, yeah, super plush is always good. He's doing my VFR 400. Really? You yeah. already are. Nice, cool. Uh, I'm glad that you communicated. Uh, yeah, we we were just trying to get a hold of him and, and then wondering if he was out there. So very very awesome. VFR yeah. 400. Yeah, actually, good question. So Rich has my bike, and so Rich told Eric for me to go say hi. He's not answering his phone. I guess he's really busy right now. Yeah. He's probably doing a million different you know, setups. Well, racers put everything off to the last minute. So they just said they're starting racing again. So for the past six months, everyone's been thinking about it, like myself. Oh, calling up Eric. There you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, si yeah, similar. So there's supposedly three sidecar races left and possibilities and stuff. Everybody's still up in the air. And, um,. Yeah, I've been working so much and blah, blah, blah. I don't know if I can move all my stuff to get to the races even. Um, everything's so tied down from being just busy working and stuff. It's hard to, like, get out of that mode and actually free enough to go racing. Well, I hope you get out there. I mean, uh, sidecar's going on, so those folks are running. Uh, they're talking about They are in Europe and stuff. So, you know, supposedly there's, there's three more possibilities to do it you know and and they're they're talking it up and everything but yeah, yeah is it actually going to happen exactly and, and it's really and hard now i mean to, to, to know what's going on because what one week what, one week from the next you know uh, yeah. uh times are changing so yeah. to speak. a lot of yes no and indecision yeah. And, and yeah so yeah i was just looking at, at my setup yeah it's easy to talk about anything but i gotta move like a mountain to pull my sidecar out and put it together and actually <laughs> show up at a racetrack well it's been a while huh yeah yeah it's kind of dug in and uh, it's not like rolling one solo bike on out of an empty garage or whatever no it's i keep it well buried 
Well, folks, you know, um, Wade and I have uh, uh, known each other a very long time, and um, if to, go to go to his house is like uh, going into a museum, and uh, there's really no space, per se. Everything is used up, and his garage is more so. I mean, uh, not to mention the classic cars. You got like uh, maybe two in there, and uh, a couple of RC 500s, a moto, monocoque, uh, uh, yeah, uh, alcohol burner, uh, speedway. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I can name it. Uh, pit bikes, uh, monkey scooter, uh, pit bike. Yeah, it's sidecar. It, it goes on and on. Uh, it used to be two sidecars. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So um, yeah, as far as folks go, I, I know how it is to pack a pack a garage, but there's no one that does it like you. <laughs> it's totally Tetris. Years of <laughs> years of training. Exactly. And so a, a buddy of my of mine, Mike Mike McLaughlin. Anyhow, you cover everything yeah. with blankets and this and that, and and you could have a pile of whatever, but you don't know what golden thing is under there. Could be brand new painted because it's got a blanket on it. Yeah, I, like Being my protected. speedway bike. I I tried to keep it out. It was on stage, so I could see it for a long time. It eventually got covered and, and, and you know kind of moved on. But yeah, you cover them very politely and stuff, and then things migrate and stuff. I got the toolbox on every side of the garage because the, <laughs> the way the garage changes every once in a while. It's about to go through a big change when I pull the TR3 out. Eric has my motor done brand new, ready to go oh in. Oh, boy. And, I want to be and, there and, for and, that. And then <laughs> that's going to come back to life, which will totally change how the garage is set up. Exactly. Boy, oh, boy, I remember that. that, that we had fun on that and last time. We picked up a couple of stands and uh, – yeah, TR3, you got to look it up, and it's on Wade's Facebook page. It's beautiful, beautiful convertible. It's just uh, so classic. What year is that thing? 57. 57. It's a yeah. small mouth. Everybody paints your, your car one color. One. <laughs> I did two two colors and kind of an American hot rod. Uh, it was a turquoise that ran into something purple. and It's really sweet. Yeah, I really, great lines. Yeah, really. I followed the lines that are on them. It's kind of diamond-shaped pointy shape and simple and it's it's gorgeous i was totally afraid to take it apart i'm still afraid to touch it because there's not a scratch on it <laughs> <laughs> exactly i mean uh, yeah we we put a couple of times out on it but uh yeah it uh, needed a little bit of work in the short time it was out but boy was it an eye catcher yeah. uh, yeah, i so bought so almost neat. everything in the wish book for it <laughs> and it's and you know it's, that'll it, be fresh it'll, it'll be fun yeah it should it should run forever doesn't get we won't get run that hard you know the motor was done right this time yeah i believe uh our, our pal eric subculture yeah. racing eric lindauer subculture yeah, yeah. racing that's and right eric lindauer motorcycle shop just opening that up yeah uh, i don't know what it's called it uh, was it lindauer racing lindauer racing yeah that's go. nice there we go yeah our new best buddy <laughs> even on what whatever kind of secret parts you can <laughs> get in on and where where yeah. is where is that shop located? He's over in Marie? Santa Rosa. Santa Rosa. Okay. The Lindar Racing, Santa yeah, Rosa. Which is fifty uh, miles from where we are. Yeah, a little bit out of town. We're in Sa oh yeah, of course. Thanks, Wade. <laughs> For our listeners, we're in San Francisco and California in the USA. So uh, you gotta look on the edge of the world. <laughs> we can almost see Hawaii. It's right over there. And then you drop off. There you go. Yeah, and Australia is a little bit over uh, across the pond there. But um, yeah, so um, yeah, as far as San Francisco goes, he's a little bit up north. And as far as our topography goes, uh, here in California, we're lucky. Um, we have a lot of roads that are, are canyon roads, uh, country roads, uh, coastal roads. And um, 
You know, we've been l very lucky. You know, Wade and I uh, both kind of grew up riding in uh, different sections of California, but uh, same thing, only different. Uh, we cut our teeth doing back roads and canyon roads. And, uh, you know, it's a very, very unique way of, uh, of uh, riding and racing. Uh, yeah, and I, w I also did dirt riding and dirt racing. Well, I was going to mention that. Well, That's well, a different skill. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, which also makes you faster, by the way, fellas. Um, yeah, it's like all them little, you go skiing and all them little kids that go zinging <laughs> by, foo, foo, same thing with the, on a motorcycle. There's there's some kids that really get it, and you're going to watch that kid grow up and just be a rocket. Yeah, natural talent. You know, you know I mean, exactly. I mean, um, I grew up with a bunch of uh, guys. We were the hell rats, heh, you know, so we all had uh, about eight of us, different bikes, all of different years and stuff, and we just kind of ride and you know, you could tell, you know, what who were going to be the faster riders in the pack and that type of thing. You know, there was kind of a natural selection that who wanted to do what with the motorcycle and get the best out of it, that type of thing. So I think yeah. uh, most most clans usually have yeah. that type of pecking order. Something like that. I was in, I was, I went to high school in, in Sonoma, Sonoma Valley High, instead of San Francisco or uh, Drake's uh, in San Rafael, like I was supposed to, and dot, dot, dot. Anyhow, I went dirt ride, met all those guys, and... Um, it was totally different. You now they started or restarted the Valley of the Moon Motorcycle Club. It was Jim Parks from Jim and Jim's Motorcycles. He had five Yamaha motorcycle shops. Wow. And he lived in Sonoma. Uh, he was a really odd character and everything. We were all the little kids. and But he had five shops. He, he, he helped everybody and stuff. And, and so he actually was the one that brought back this little club. Valley Moon Motorcycle Club. So a bunch of adults helped us out and stuff, took us dirt riding. We, we went to Knoxville. We went to Cow Mountain and stuff. I'm on a Suzuki 90 and, you know, blazing. And there's a bunch of us. There was actually three Suzukis. So we, and, <laughs> and so I was kind of into racing and stuff. And everybody else was going. They put me on a, uh, what is it, a, a Harley Sprint one time. You can get this thing running. You can race it. Uh, I couldn't find a place that it was good for, but I found this big flat spot, and I did these monster big all slides and stuff. And, <laughs> and they took me racing right away, right after that. And, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, it came natural to you. Yeah. Yeah. Different. Some people have to work at it. Other folks are just uh, going with the wave, flow, so to speak. So that's pretty cool. You already are. Anyhow. Um, Boy, so uh, let's see here. Um, we're going to have maybe Clay calling soon. Uh, Clay Murphy. Okay. Uh, Firstrides.org. He just uh, texted me. So he's going to call us at 740. Uh, Firstrides.org is an organization uh, that uh, helps uh, kids, uh, well, learn motocross, I guess is the easiest way to put it. And get their first ride. Get to ride a motorcycle. Yeah. Where was uh, he when we were little kids? <laughs> we That's just great. To, Who's got a little kid? Take him over there. That's why you have an uncle back then. Uh, so anyhow, uh, firstrides.org, uh, a lot of uh, all his gear is, is donated. Uh, the motorcycles, all the dirt bike gear, uh, helmets, uh, boots, all that stuff. And we've been running, uh, I think it's been about six months he's coming on the show, yeah. as I recall. But and uh, the, as far as I heard, the effort from all the teachers, everything is volunteer to help these, help these little guys you know, go out and run, and, and yeah, they've done a few a few classes. Clay's actually going to call in at seven forty, but I just want to mention, you know, I mean, uh, this is totally voluntary. Everyone actually is donating the gear. Basically, it's 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 
to have kids that would normally not be able to ride a motorcycle learn uh and it you know it comes from all classes so uh yeah it's it's really really nice um folks that uh, kids who would not normally get a chance can go out and ride a dirt bike yeah. all, all you need is a parent to call them up and say i want to get my kid involved gotcha oh yeah that part <laughs> back in the old day we just took the bike okay so yeah we got a call so uh clay will be calling in around uh 7 letting us know about firstrides.org and talking about that uh, mr hawk mazada uh, is going to be calling in around 7 20 i believe and he's going to be talking about again uh, a motocross type of school uh i saw him on the face of my book uh, i was interested in the class he's running the program he's running and i thought it'd be neat to uh have him on the show as well to uh, put the word out, you know. I mean, uh, Racer's Alley is about motorcyclists, everything motorcycling, and, of course, uh, you know, uh, there are next generations coming. So uh, there are people out there who are actually spending time teaching those folks how to be fast and uh, go uh, racing safely. It's a whole lot of fun, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. In, yeah. in, in all genres, uh, dirt, uh, pavement, everything, yeah. you, you name it. And there, there's a few little kids out there that will – Go by it like you're sitting still. Yeah, I was uh, talking to Malcolm, uh, my workmate, and he was showing me some stuff on the Facebook book on his phone and uh, my phone. Boy, uh, there's a class now where these kids have these little, uh, like, they're not pocket bikes. They're in between a, a pocket bike and a real bike, and they're out there just like, you know, fully kitted, and they're having the time of their life. Well, tracks like Stockton, Buttonwill, that's you know, out there. You know? That's right. And it's really, really neat. Uh, yeah, I, I'd like to actually, if any listeners out there are involved in that uh, uh, yeah. that sport, please call in 415-550-0511, and uh, yeah, I'll give you a free pack of popcorn or something. There you go. But, uh, Lodi yeah. does it also. Lodi Motorcycle Okay, Club. yeah, okay, there you are. You know, they run almost uh, every week when, when it's running. They just had an open track day at, at uh, Fast Fridays, which was actually Speedway and Flat Tracking. So all those guys are kind of getting together. They're itching. They want to go riding, too. And so do all their kids. Yeah, you well, know. get out. There's nothing like a racetrack on a nice uh, evening afternoon, especially in the valley where it gets warm and starts to it's cool down. It's always warm. It's cooking. <laughs> yeah. It's cooking. I've been going out to stocks, and it's at, like, at least 100 all the time, <laughs> even at night. You want the fan? You want the windows open? It's cooking. Those guys live out there. It's it's okay. It's like I, I got to kind of escape drive back it's 100 miles back <laughs> to the fog it's right there it's so much cooler yeah, yeah. big difference san francisco we always have fog folks so we're, co we're a coastal town at, at least every yeah. other every other week or every two weeks it's <laughs> we get one or two days of 100 degrees and we melt yeah yeah exactly 100 means actually 76 mm. but, uh, okay. yeah. it's like that in stockton every day yeah, and uh, most racetracks are as well i think the only racetrack in california would probably be Laguna Seca. Yeah, we only race when it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> we melt. Exactly. All, all our tracks here are hot. So. Yeah, yeah, I live uh, at the cooler. Keep my keep a towel or something around my, my head and everything, and it's, well, you're just cooking. Once the sun goes down, hey, it's not bad, but by then the races are over. Oh, now, uh, pit, uh, pit racing and uh, barbecuing. Always fun. Hey, I'm sorry yep. to hear El Skipador, our pal here. Uh, he's uh, done a... Uh, a lot of tuning for a lot of uh, good t AMA teams and stuff, but I'll skip a door. You know, uh, I'm gonna miss you, man. I uh, moved over to uh, uh, I think uh, where did Nick Garlic Gilroy had a 
San Francisco, a lot of our folks are leaving just because it's San Francisco oh, and it's going to turn yeah. funny. So he ended up moving in uh, Gilroy. But uh, El Skipador, like I said, you're always welcome here. Got a couch to crash on. Come on our show and uh, always talk about the A&A teams you're working with. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you are. All right, we're going to take a little bit of a break here, a little crate, uh, throw something on, and uh, we should be back in about five minutes. And uh, We can rock out.
actually, you know, we can get jarring and all of a sudden it's 20 minutes later. But uh, anyhow, uh, Wade, myself, and Mo Crate are here having a good time and uh, just shooting the shit about racing and what's going on and uh, how everything else is going. Uh, Mo Crate, how's that ninja you're riding? Fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Like Only 8,000 miles on that thing. Uh, I see racing coming. Get on the track. Go have yeah, some <laughs> I, I really want to talk to Fun Track Dave because <laughs> he was trying to goad me out there on my KLR, uh, but I think on a 250 it would be a lot more fun. For sure. Actually, um, you know, right now, slow bikes are pretty much the big deal. And um, yeah, I mean, if it's you look not at like AFM I'm going to be able to use all that technique. No, um, I generally say um, uh, the best way, uh, pin it, close your eyes, throw it into a turn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you can use the full power that way, you know, wishful thinking. Uh, we got some music going on in the background, or is that just my head? Okay. Um, yeah, last show too, man. I, I guess it's my feelings. Must be the communists, but uh, we'll work on that. Anyhow, um, boy, oh boy. Um, like I said earlier, uh, Pedro is going to be calling about the San Pedro Martir uh, races going on in Baja, as well as the Baja International Tourist Cup. And I'm, I'm very happy to say that I was just talking to Wade and uh, Wade's planning on going out there as well. I didn't want to go alone, so there we are. Yeah, welcome, Wade. <laughs> there <laughs> yeah. you go. Yeah, it's like uh, it makes me so happy. I have no idea, and uh, uh, I really like the idea of that BTR one. Um, he uh, with that particular motorcycle ended up um, revolutionizing, I guess, in a certain respect, uh, the, the the Sacramento Mile or the Mile, and uh, dirt dirt tracking that way. Uh, which uh, the first kind of a first super bike I would say that would be on a on a on a, on a, on a single uh, dirt track, yeah. That I know of that was is successful. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Well, it, it, you dialed it in. I was there, you know, one of the first years, and it, I mean, it, it took four years, but uh, that thing is really, really nice now. You know, yeah, it's ready yeah. to rock. I mean, uh, after after everything, the exhaust. Uh, I think uh, Zeke uh, really uh, did a nice job welding that together. It's Screams going down the down the uh, front straight. Uh, I think that's even on YouTube right now. So for from what I've, I've seen, uh, you can catch Wade on uh, Wade Boy DTR one, I think. Yeah, something like that. There's a there's a couple. And basically, go go with my name, but uh, Dave DeVoe has one also. Um, it was a couple of years we didn't do it, and it was, it was one. I think it was the last year. Um, somehow it it destroyed itself. We saw it, and then it. It blinked off. <laughs> what do you mean? The video disappeared? Yeah, the video disappeared. All our, all the latest ones, which were some really good racing. Wow. Um, but anyhow, all of them are really good. Um, most everybody's on a single. There's a couple twins, but the twins aren't fast enough. Um, they're uh, like old Viragos, I believe. Uh, well, there's, there was there was two people with Viragos, and they're doing r really good. Um I, I guess there's some triumphs and stuff, but anyhow, the fast guys are on singles. In the, I'm running uh, one of three different classes. The 30, 30 it's an age class. <laughs> the young guy yeah, class. The young guy class, 35 <laughs> years old, 50 years old, and uh, 60 years old. Now I'm illegal for all of them. And it's uh, any bike, any year, any size, anything you want to bring out. That's and true. If you're 50, you can join a 30 or 40 class, huh? Well, yep. well yeah. that's the advantage. And, and it's still the same same thing. So those are three classes that I pick on. Nice. Um, I usually have one bike. I work on two. And, you know, I built the DTR one just to do 
the mile, which is now the Sacramento Mile. Yes. I don't care where it is. Um, I, I want one one at uh, Stockton, and then they they changed to Sacramento. Sacramento has long straightaways. And ah, okay. And who's that? <laughs> um, Must be a phone thing. Yeah. So anyhow, I, I built it built it for that. Um, all of, every most everybody's on singles. They they run what what you normally flat track with. My dad told me once upon a time some of these guys build special bikes just for the mile. So anyhow, that's what I did. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, the frames was a Rickman frame. I mean, there was a lot of the yeah, Rickman frame, champion frame. Yeah, there's a lot of um, night frame. There's a whole bunch of trick stuff yeah. that everybody used to do. Now you pretty much take a motocrosser and put little wheels on it and do a couple of things. Yeah. It's changed again, but nobody's really selling twins. So the twins, of they're still there, but now they're vintage. They're not really going any faster. The singles are faster until um, you get one built up where you bring out something modern. I took out my SV and it's like, with a little little more effort, I could win this class even SV on 1, that thousand then. Uh, yeah, what a two thousand or something. Was, was my street bike o, o two? It's o what two. I could get my hands on. Uh, nobody's handed me really a race bike, Harley. Actually, I was in I was in uh, Lodi a couple years ago, and I got to ride a couple triumphs, and did really good. It was great. Nice. You, want, you want to ride this triumph? I'd love to ride that triumph. My dad rode a Triumph. I don't know what it's that was, what uh, they're what like. The Vetti bike? No, uh, he was on a had a single Honda single, and this was somebody basically out of Lodi and Stockton and stuff. Yes. Um, he had this. Uh, he had two bikes that he was running, and I got to ride the second one because the second second guy didn't show up, and I believe it was a, a old Brelsford bike. Ooh. And nice. He has a killer collection. He's got this big old barn. He's got other stuff, but he's got this barn with all the cars and bikes and everything that you would want in it. <laughs> you know, a uh, dream, a dream hot rods, ride. this, that, whatever. He collects Harleys. He's got Sal Hoffman's old Harley. Oh, that's where he went. Oh boy, uh, <laughs> I never got to ride one of those yet. yet. So I had you know, R1s grow in my neighborhood, and that's what I got to deal on. And I was told it wouldn't work, and I played with it, and and I made it work. That's right. We had a little bit of an issue, and it always, all it was, I still talk to this day to Sean about it, one washer, a little washer, um, a little bit of a devil in there. And I'm hoping that's something that's uh, with my ZX636 race bike, same thing. keeps overheating. Something somewhere. Just a little thing. But yeah. Man, yeah, yeah. It's a little tiny. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's great. And uh, that, that the DTR1, folks, um, listeners, um, uh, wait, it's a it's a 2000, I think, a four five, or five, five. 2000, 2005 YZFR1. Uh, basically, it doesn't have any of the bodywork on it. It's been totally modified. Uh, but it's basically stock. It is. <laughs> it's, it's got... It's, it's only I, got 160 yeah. horsepower. As a I took all the fairings off, changed the handlebars, okay. used Virago handlebar mounts, drilled two holes in the chop triple clamp, boom, boom, put on some handlebars, got new... Uh, longer lines and stuff, throttle cables and stuff. If you pull the disc brakes off, which I did, there's these really sharp edges, right? These giant washers, non-discs, is what I call it, made. So there's nothing sharp, and it's like a spool. Okay. Uh, you put that where the discs were. Yeah. So it doesn't hurt anyone. Yeah. If nice. anybody was to get down there, whatever, 
when tech goes down there, I, like I rolled my bike into tech, and it's like I didn't have a proper bike, so, uh, so I felt he goes, "This is a proper bike." <laughs> well, actually, it's a one of a kind, I believe, and and built properly. I've got stuff safety wired. It's got this and that. Everything's right. You know, Yamaha did a really good job. Did you use a stock frame, but I sure did. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a looker as well, and like I said, especially with the exhaust, uh, it was welded on nice. Uh, it was. It, it, and it screams. It's just made go fast. And you look at it, it's just a nice bulldog. And you, you listen to the videos and, and folks who, um, you know, have come around. Because when it first came out, it pissed off a couple of people. But, uh, you know, it's a rung what you brung. Sorry, you know, just because you were here for whatever, right? Uh, yeah. Winning for 10 years doesn't mean you doesn't you there's a new sheriff in town. And uh, rung what you brung. And they didn't like the idea of having new machinery. Yeah, they didn't know what to say. And, well, well, there's, there's one guy that's squawking, uh, yeah, Mr. Chihuahua. Uh, he's a, he's on a totally tricked-out Honda 350 single, got all kinds of old guy helpers and everything, and and dude's really fast. And, and, and he, I found him in turn one in first place, and so I waved when I went by. <laughs> uh, if you look at uh, a lot of Wade's videos, actually, I just can't show it because it's uh, one, but it's usually on a front wheel. So, uh, yeah, that's the thing about, uh, I guess, the flat tracking is it allows you to just be on a wheel like half the time. Well, almost. <laughs> so uh, it didn't wheelie at first for a couple of years. Um, I was running a higher gear. I was doing this. I okay. was doing that. It actually blew up the second year. Yeah. Um, because it, it wasn't put together right. It was put together out of washer. three dead motors, and dude got yelled at and was not allowed to put in new bearings. If any way, shape, or form. Uh, mm -hmm. And then dude said, don't blow up my motor. Well, it lasted 18 miles. <laughs> and then and then it made a lot of funny noises, and I had a single. <laughs> and I pulled Yarr. off the track. You know. So anyhow, we rebuilt it. It's it's basically stock. I got a new crank, new rods, new everything, new, all new bearings. Um, uh, Ned put it together and, and kissed it, and it's been running great. I put... 20 to 50 miles on it a year. Yeah, yeah, and it's a wonderful 20 or 50 miles uh, a year. And just like racing, you know, I mean, we can sit here for two years, but uh, when a race comes up, you know, the two years were worth it. I mean, even if it's 10 minutes. I mean, uh, yeah. right now myself, I haven't been doing a, a whole lot in a long time. And uh, I'm really, really looking forward to the San Pedro Martir because uh, as a road racer, you really don't have a chance to road race. I was lucky when I was living with Wade um, in 2010. Uh, he got invited by um, uh, uh, our, our Argentinians, and uh, we got to go over to Copina mm. and race. And uh, yeah, you David know, uh, yeah, David yeah. Paredes, and uh, um, it was just a very unique experience. I mean, I've always thought road racing happened at the Isle of Man or England. I mean, uh, Ireland uh, proper, and. Uh, South America right now is uh, starting to, I think that's a trend that I, I hope catches on that a lot of the countries decide to take on because they have wonderful roads. And uh, like I said, uh, Argentina, Copina, that's a wonderful place. Oh, my God. And uh, right yeah. now uh, we're going to go to Mexico and, and uh, do the San Pedro Martir and uh, the Baja International Tourist Cup that's coming up. And uh, again, you know, uh, South America is uh, Mexico, South America, road racing. It's on our continent. It would be really, really easier than uh, Wade's been to Australia and New Zealand and everywhere else. Uh, I'll, I mean, that costs a lot of money. I mean, at least we can drive. 
partway down there, that type of thing. So look, really, really look forward to road racing down there. And um, we're getting new opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really neat. So um, let's take a short break, and uh, we should probably get a phone call here. <laughs> Phil Crate, what do you got going on? I see a red album and a black album. Uh, we've got Roxy Music next. Roxy Music, we are. <laughs> Anyone there? <laughs> All right, we dropped our first phone call of the evening. Let's try it again. Sorry, Pedro. 
I heard nothing but music on that. Gotcha. No problem. Tell everyone. Pedro, I'm sorry. I, I definitely owe you a 12 pack or something. Yeah, just tell me, tell, tell me what you want from the U.S. It's yours. You are. It's, it's under 12 bucks, but yeah. Sorry, mate. Anyways, uh, yeah, you know, uh, we here at Mutiny Radio, and uh, especially Racers Alley, you know, we kind of go with it. And sometimes you kick start it, starts at the first kick, and sometimes you foul a plug, and uh, just goes both ways. You are, you are. Um, so anyhow, uh, Pedro should be calling back, hopefully. I'm sorry about the disconnect from uh, our uh, just technical difficulties. But anyhow, um, yar yar, where were we? We were right. rocking. We were rocking. <laughs> All right, wait. <laughs> so like I said, it really uh, it really takes a load off with the, 
Uh, Wade uh, wanted to come down to the San Pedro Monteros Hill Climb as well. Uh, big thing is, uh, you know, getting a car out there, getting a truck out there, getting all the uh, logistics, and uh, Pedro will go over. So you want to have all your paperwork and such, and uh, if you have an older truck, you better ring extra hoses and water and all that good stuff. I mean, uh, Wade, you've always been going on with uh, old uh, campers and uh, your vans and everything else in the world. I don't think you've ever had a new car going far away. <laughs> new? Yeah. No. Not, not a new part of part of racing's getting you keep working there. at it but new yeah. no and uh, uh last couple of years i've been actually uh, borrowing milk rake's truck uh nice toyota as well which has been very nice mm -hmm. and uh, fantastic truck. uh the nicest thing i got was like cool van halen sticker dude yeah they really really liked the hell out of and that you liked it so much you bought your own huh? right and uh yeah so chad's got that truck he's working on it getting it together and uh so you know going far you do have to have a proper transportation and sometimes as a privateer you don't have the new stuff uh, a lot of times in the um in the uh pits nowadays what you see you see some really nice motorhomes and stuff you know i mean afm yeah. racing privateer i was like holy shit uh, yeah, 70, AFM, 70 grand setup <laughs> yeah, yeah afm has a pretty impressive uh, uh pit setup <laughs> collection so, uh, they, they, they did a armored two days and then they did an afm two days and there was actually a big difference i stayed ah. there and saw the difference between the two well there are definitely and two different organizations arma is a american historical motorcycle racing association yeah, and they're out of the east coast really yeah, the east coast and they i think they have three different segments here in the united states uh wonderful bikes uh, all classic and such yeah all kinds of older stuff Everybody's really nice. They go all over the country, and and uh, um, I think a bunch of them are retired and stuff. And, <laughs> and how yeah. can you afford to do that? And well, to, I'm, yeah. it was it's it's great, and and a lot of them go up and and get you know a whole bunch of trophies. Like you know, they all enter three and four classes. It's great. Well, that's the thing. I mean, um, certain classic bikes you can order uh, or enter different classes. Um, yeah. Like you were mentioning earlier, Wade. I didn't know. It's like. RER enter 50 class, that means you can enter the 30 and 40 class because you got seniority. So, yeah, RER, you can always take advantage of that uh, loophole, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they, there's some where they just have classes by by bike and stuff also. But in the old days, that's all how they did it. But now it's kind of changed. And, yeah, so there's three classes that go by age. And there's you can ride any bike you can get your hands on. And so, then, yep. yeah, you, then you got to ride it. And then if you really want to beat everybody, that's a whole different story because nobody wants to get beat. Well, there's, uh, yeah, the <laughs> right? l last couple of, yeah, exactly. You know, I'm a racer, and I hate being uh, faster or slower than slowest, but uh, it happens. And, uh, yeah, AFM, last couple of years, I've been running, uh, well, I, I, I'm a novice still, and I haven't even been able to get past a race. But, uh, yeah, the Formula 50 class, boy, uh, Formula 40-50, we got – Folks like Montano out there, you know, kicking everyone's ass, the Corey calls and stuff, and, you know, um, yeah, uh, guess what? Yeah. Racing them older guys doesn't mean you're going to be going slower. <laughs> yeah. Some of those guys never stopped racing. Exactly. And, 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 and you'd think it's great and everything. Yeah, I got I was at Button Willow, and uh, one of our older guys, this guy was two years older than me, took me out in the bus stop. I know. And, I asked and, and, you. It was like, a young kid? He goes, no, he was older than me, Alex. I was like, what? <laughs> I think he forgot his glasses or something. Yeah, yeah. He forgot uh, how to stop. <laughs> it's like anything else. So, and so um, sidecars are a similar thing. They're all on 600 nowadays. nowadays. 
it makes it all much closer racing and stuff and when i was race i did a couple races at buttonwell afm and stuff the most dangerous spot is the the bus stop and them hairpins or whatever where people got to get on the brakes and if there's two people going in together you can't run into each other <laughs> uh you mentioned it's really that simple really simple well you've been going out and uh, yeah you mentioned that happened uh uh, last time you were out on the sidecars, uh, uh, two people trying to occupy the same space. Some sometimes that happens. You try to leave. I'm gonna say a drool or something like that. A little bit of space, <laughs> you know. You, there's rubbing and and then there's running into people, and that, that that's not allowed. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, so well, racing, racing, you can get excited. It's supposed and all. to be sportsmanish, even if even in the professional department. You don't be running over somebody. <laughs> exciting is exciting. You get all it, excited. It happens sometimes. Yeah, you get yeah. excited. Everybody tries this out, whatever. You know, it's it's not perfect. Yeah, you are racing, but seasoned folks yeah. shouldn't do that. But shit happens. <laughs> yeah. 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 So anyhow, um, yeah. I mean, it's as far as racing goes. Uh, everyone, especially right now. I mean, uh, I, I believe the first AFM racing is coming soon. Uh, within the next week. Uh, I wish I could be there, but uh, you need to save my money to go to uh, road racing down south. Yeah, um, July 18th and 19th. Boy, that's that's right around the corner. They're going to be racing in Buttonwillow, and uh, I love that track. That track's yar. I have a good time. It has good line of sight. It's going to be hot, but uh, it's going to be the first race of the season. I think they're going to have four this year. Um, Which is, will be good. Good be good. Be good for everybody. Yeah. And so everybody is fresh, sort of, and, and in the same mode. And, you know, yeah, they'll put together a great program. Well, the first and ra last races are generally the hairiest, in a sense. And uh, everyone getting out there and getting used to stuff. And this year, especially, has been kind of a, a messed up year. So uh, hopefully everyone takes care of themselves. But uh, as well, you know, racing's racing. So, you know, it's a different mindset than a track day, certainly uh, enough. And, in many many different ways uh things you didn't think you would do you will do in a race um you, you got to keep your head down more and uh generally um you got to be on the gas proper but uh that being said um yeah uh, well i guess the easiest way to put it is uh we got four races left just get through the year use it as a practice get to next year i know i've been advocating for a six hour endurance race you know what do you got with four races? You got a whole lot of nothing. But if you have three races at the end of the the, the fourth race, you have a six-hour endurance race, that gives you something to shoot for. There's nothing like racing for 45 minutes an hour at a time. Am I wrong? It's a great yeah, way to have good. laps after lap. Uh, you know, Wade and I have been in endurance race more than a couple of times. You get off the bike, you get on the bike. Um, yeah, you get lapped after lap i mean a six hour endurance race would make up for the year that you lost and also yeah. give you something to look forward to four races yeah. second race you might be dialed in third race you're going fast end of the year you're done so you got four races if you're lucky this year at the afm not bitching yeah. about the it's afm a, you, say you, 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 you just have to add colorado to the mix <laughs> holy moly it's phone uh, call let's bat see phone. Bat look phone. Out, look out. it's either gonna be pedro or hawk <laughs> Here we go. I'm going to push a button here in a minute. Hello, hello? Hello, are you there? 
Ah, holy moly, it worked. Oh, boy. Yeah, we... push the button in the function. All right. I'm oh, sorry. that's what the deal was. I screwed up. Uh, who are we speaking with? This is Hawk Mazada. Hey, Hawk Mazada. Uh, we, were, uh, we accidentally hung hung up on Pedro uh, uh, earlier for the San Pedro de Martir racing down south. So uh, oh, at least shoot. we figured this out now. Uh, Hawk Mazada, um, my name is Alex Torres Mori. Uh, we got Wade Boyd here and Milk Crate Brian. Um, Wade and I have been around here, you know, road racing and stuff, and uh, uh, have this show over here in San Francisco, California called Racers Alley at Mimi Radio, which is a, a studio that does comedy and other things in the heart of the mission. And um, boy, you know, uh, we've been connecting on Facebook, and uh, I've been impressed, uh, you know, uh, with what you're doing. Uh, we have a, a regular here, uh, part of our wrecking crew, uh, called uh, Clay Murphy, and he does an yeah. organization called FirstRides.org, which deals with uh, teaching uh, under, you know, uh, kids who wouldn't normally be able to get on a bike uh, to learn how to ride motocross. Everything's donated, all the gear and everything. And I noticed on your Facebook page, um, and uh, you have a similar MX course going on. Yeah. Well, that's awesome to hear. I didn't know of that. To hear what he's got going on. Yeah, the word's going I, I, out as far as your class. Good, good to hear. It's it's only been around since the end of last year, but uh, wow. yeah. Uh, what exactly, um, Hawk? Uh, actually, uh, I've had a lot of concussions racing and stuff, but I know you've <laughs> you've been out there. Uh, can you give us a little bit of your background? Yes, sir. Um, well, I uh, started riding motorcycles at three years old on the old three wheelers. Death trap. <laughs> Holy moly. Um, just, uh, you know, rode for fun as kids around the ranch. We, we grew up ranching. Um, and then uh, I moved to Monterey. So I was uh, right there by Laguna Seca. Nice. And uh, I went out, <clears throat> I believe I was 15. And there was a Dennis Pegolo track day going on. Yeah, I remember and, a TP. Uh, I went out and watched and uh, was blown away by it. Linked up with a couple of guys who were, uh, at the time, racing, um, Joe Carrillo and Al Salveria. Oh, boy. Yeah, okay. I was mentioning with Wade. It was like, you know, Hawk Mazada, how you are, old school name. I, you know, the only thing I could think <laughs> of is Al Salavaria. And, uh, That's yeah. It. Okay. So you boys were out yep. there. Okay. Yeah, they were out nice. there teaching school, and um, they came over, and we were chatting. And, uh, they said, hey want to try it yeah i want to try it so they uh gathered up some al had leathers for gloves and helmet and all and um i got on the back that was sort of it i was sold and um al just generous nature hit it off awesome guy and he was racing time and um he had a little 125 and just got me going and it took me down to the old button willow and willow springs and he hit it hard that was it. I started racing at 16, uh, 125s, and all the club racing, nice. WSMC and AFM, and um, took off from there. Proper road racer then, uh, not only motocross. I was wondering if you were a motocross or a road racer as far as, uh, you know, your uh, skill set. I'm, I'm a road racer. That, that was the first thing I ever did was road racing. Um, went up from 125, a slight bit of 250. Did the Aprilia Cup Challenge at Laguna Seca. Oh, yeah. All right. First nice. pro race, um, <laughs> which was awesome. 
following behind John Hopkins on the uh, race battle with Alex Dover. And, um, got on the podium. That was sort of the start to my career. And I dabbled in flat track, and, um, sort of all forms of racing. But no, road racing was You're like Wade then. <laughs> Wade, has done, uh, Wade as well. Uh, Wade has done the flat track and then the two-stroke 250s and everything else between. So, I mean, you definitely yeah, have yeah. a – your skill set is – do all bikes, <laughs> which I is really, really cool. Yeah, anything that uh, two wheels and you can get a little sideways on, on, I'm all about it. That's great. And, um, you know, we were just mentioning earlier in our show, like uh, Wade was mentioning, uh, uh, when his youth, you know, he did, uh, you know, road racing, but also dirt. And um, it seems to me right now you have a program uh, with uh, uh, dirt riding uh, with children. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I um, – all my years of, of road racing, I linked up with a lot of guys at track days and schools, and I would say that I was taught by the best in the business. I worked with Freddie nice. Spencer. I went to his school. Um, Jason Pridmore took me under his wing, and I, I uh, took his school and rode for him under his team and worked then at his schools, and wow. I'd say I really learned from the best. I took Rich Oliver's school. So you I know Rich and Chucky. <laughs> oh, and Chucky Corner, the best guys. Yeah, man. exactly. <laughs> I always thought, man, someday I would love to have a school or a camp of some sort, and it really just came together. Okay. Uh, my fiance and I were talking, and we need to do it. It's what I'm passionate about. Nothing better than, you know, passing on what I've learned over the years. Oh, that's and great. It really came together. I've got a seven-year-old son. Um, Pride really well and all the parents at school were asking me how how do i get my kid into it so i just said well bring him out and i'll teach him then it turned into awesome i need to start doing this so yeah i i teach all ages three years old and up skill <laughs> level from never ridden pros one-on-one um, but the, the kids are really where it's at for me i love teaching them. well it came cool. naturally cool. and it really is cool and um so um <clears throat> that's really really you filled a space that needed to be filled, and um, with your skill set, I mean, it, it sounds great. Um, what what um, what do you need to do to get in your class, and what what um, I guess what programs do you have? So, right now, I'm, I'm pretty word um, of mouth, if you will. Um, I just with the help of others, because I'm illiterate i need to learn <laughs> racers dude racers uh, oh man <laughs> we all are <laughs> so i've had some help i've got a facebook for hawkins automoto camp Instagram. i've sort of got a website um, up and going so can you mention their names out there for our folks that uh, are listening um i think we got probably seven people listening today and about twenty-five thousand others somewhere so what where they're located where are you located <laughs> So I'm up in Cottonwood, California. That is Northern California. I'm a tiny town just south of Redding, California. Okay, Redding. So, okay. Yep. I am. Uh, so from you guys in San Fran, I, Fran, I'm in two and a half to three hours. Okay. For our listeners uh, in different countries, I mean, uh, it's still Northern California, and uh, boy, oh boy, this is very exciting. Uh, Hawk happens to be an exceptional racer for our listeners, and um, yeah, he's teaching our youth, which is wonderful. And uh, Hawk, so um, as far as uh, entering the program, uh, do we 
we have a website to get a hold of you? And we have a contact, yeah. that type of thing? Yeah, just go to hawkmazadamotocamp.com. And the H A W K M O Z Z A T A? Yep, M A Z Z O C A. There you go. Hawkmazadamotocamp.com. And uh, my links to there on, uh, on there is uh, my phone number and um, location. Um, and pretty much all the info, like the current camp, the kids' camp is this weekend, so it'll have your information of uh, dates, times, costs, what sort of the curriculum, what's included. Can you um, explain that? I have that? motorcycles for rent. I don't have a motorcycle. I have gear. Um, so if you don't know how to, if you never sat on a motorcycle, you can show up, and we'll have you lined out and riding in four hours. All right, Hawk. That sounds awesome. So let's let's go back a second here. And let's let's um, can you explain the curriculum uh, and the bikes and go um, from there? Yeah, so uh, depending upon who I'm working with. So uh, if I've got kids, my curriculum would be potentially a little different than than adults. Gotcha. Um, but in general, um, my curriculum for a beginner to an intermediate, which is the majority of the students, is mm. number one safety number two is have fun if we have if we're safe we have fun and uh i i just went through a program um through usmca so it's the united states yes Motorcycle congratulations association and that was started by i'd say the, the core group of motorcycling in the u.s the orch family and, and so many others that formed this you have a a ground Coaches, you know, at, at a high level, how to teach, number one, it's just safety. You know, this sport is inherently dangerous, and there's a lot of guys out there who that, that maybe are not qualified. And, and so um, for me <laughs> in my camp, um, you'll come in here and we'll go over the basics of a motorcycle, uh, the parts of the bike, how to start it, how to shut it off, and then we go through the body position. We go through ergonomics of the bike and the body position affects it and i mean we do a lot of drills mm-hmm. uh, basics of front brake rear brake both why you use them together um trail braking knee angles we cover so much name it we'll do it off camber and um that's at awesome my facility i've got ovals track and a mini moto very safe any jump or whoop is extremely safe um so you can sort of cover anything that we need to cover here. Um, so, Hawk, are you then, saying that you have a um, you have a compound like the Roberts where you can go out and actually uh, show up, and you have certain areas where you can do all the drills? Yes, sir. Yep, I got. I'm not going to say oh, that's awesome. the Roberts. That was pretty <laughs> epic. But uh. hopefully, in the near future, I'll be to that point. But right now, I've got yeah, 21 acres here at the at property that um, <laughs> yeah, we, sort of uh, endless possibilities and as well awesome. 15 minutes from my place we have the Shasta Supermoto track it's absolutely beautiful paved you know, a go-kart track with a dirt wow. section I also teach moto so for road racers or street riders we go out there and teach that discipline as well well that discipline is going to make anyone faster and yeah I mean uh Wade's a TT boy, you know, back in the day when he was younger, and 
Yeah, that's, yeah. You, you teach a little bit of everything. Right. Right? Put them all together, yeah. and what do you got? <laughs> Boy, you know, this sounds so exciting, and um, it's really, really great. And um, if you want, you know, I mean, uh, uh, send me some information. I'll always be happy to, you know, mention it every every show. Uh, as far you. as uh, you know, let's let's get folks out there learning how to run and how to have a, a you know a really really great time, right? Yeah, help you out. Yeah, yeah. Like we got, you know, that's yeah. what it's about. You know, exactly. People out know. there that, that ride that need a little uh, help of where to start, or I mean, can prolong a, a hobby or career just by knowing the right way to do it. We've all been there and gotten hurt, so you know. <laughs> well, that's uh, a whole different yeah. conversation. Yeah, nice, nice to get a little help and go <laughs> yeah. do it right. Exactly, and you know, uh, I was just mentioning earlier one of the boys that, that I work with at Tokyo Moto, and he's showing these pictures now. They got not quite the Grom size, but they have these little race bikes, and they're doing oh. them stocked and stuff. And, uh, they're fully the kitted Avali. leathers. Is that what they are? They're quite awesome. I mean, they're a volley. They're a miniature GP bike, super bike. They're awesome. I rode one. The next it's stage. Ooh. Oh my You God. rode one. It's incredible. Yeah, um, I rode one at our Supermoto track. The wave of the future. They're starting kids so young now. Yeah. It's just amazing. Yep. <laughs> oh, very, very we neat. all want one. <laughs> I wish they had them when we were we were younger. We were riding a, a stock uh, YSR. Yeah, back yeah. in the day. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, I had a mini bike. <laughs> had a DT one seventy five. Yeah. I mean, yeah, what you learn on the seventies. Yeah. Well, Hawk, you know, thank you for calling in and. Um, Feel free uh, to call in any time. Let me know. And um, okay. uh, definitely, you know, yeah. uh, uh, forward me uh, your information. I'll put it on out okay. there. Uh, like I said, uh, uh, Clay's going to call in with uh, 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 firstriders.org uh, in about uh, five minutes. And, uh, again, okay. he has a motocross, uh, uh, you know, uh, learning folks uh, who've never ridden before and everything's uh, – it's a different type of situation than what you're in. But uh, – Boy, oh boy, that. very, very exciting, and um, honor for having you call in. Hey, thanks so much for having me, guys. I appreciate it. And we'll, let's let's get together soon, and uh, yeah, just plan on you know uh, every one or two weeks uh, having a okay. you know uh, just call in and um, you know t ten minutes and have an update of cool. what you want to do. What's and, new? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Be awesome. You got it. No, I'll do it. I, good to chat with you guys. Thank you very much. Cheers, brother, and thank you for calling. Cheers, you guys. Thanks. Yeah, are. <laughs> Let's put on some music. <laughs> Thanks, Bill Crate. <laughs>
right, so Milk Crate took over the show, and uh, RER, and I believe we have Mr. Clay on the phone. RER, Clay, you there? Yes, sir, Alex. Boy, oh, Mr. boy. Alex, for being all formal. How you it's, been? Uh, great to talk with you. I also have my son, AJ, here, who is one of the lead trainers in First Drive. AJ, cool. how you doing, mate? Right on. Doing, doing well, yeah. Heck yeah. Awesome. Great to, great to hear from you. And I hope you and Wade and Milk Great Brian are doing well. We miss you. We're getting by. And yeah, we miss everyone. Boy, oh boy, you know, it's been weird times lately. And uh, yeah, at least right now, we're able to actually broadcast again uh, and uh, have a show. And uh, certain people are going, holy moly. Hi. Oh, you're fantastic. Our captain of Mutiny Radio just showed up. Hey, you're <laughs> hey. So anyhow, um, Clay, you know, um, you know, it was interesting uh, earlier today. Um, uh, yeah, so far, hold on, I'm moving a bunch of stuff around here. And uh, Hawk Mazzotta called in, and he has a nice class going on regarding, uh, you know, uh, teaching folks how to do motocross racing and such, and uh, went back a while, and uh, I wanted you to just, like, uh, haven't heard from you in a while, and... Uh, during all this COVID stuff of housefirstrides.org and uh, explain things again. Good, my friend. Things are good. And first of all, I did tune in and listen to the interview with Hawk and I'm most impressed. And I am going to add a link to his website and Facebook page from our uh, website under resources to be awesome. able to find that perpetually. Um, and they sound fantastic. And so kind of TLDR, as they say, and my business is um, we want to eventually get to the point where we provide scholarships for kids to be able to go through classes such as this, kids who wouldn't be able to afford it. That's um, awesome. As well as, right? Well, as you well know, it, I was thinking uh, between Hawksburger and your program, you're kind of on the two different spectrums. And, um, yeah, I thought, uh, you know, it's, you know, uh, as blending-wise, I mean, it's all about the kids. It's all about writing. Exactly. But, you know, for me, Alex, I really want to get kids and families in the program who couldn't otherwise afford it. That's really the main thing. Gotcha. That's what the is about it. You don't have to know someone in motorcycling to get into motorcycles. No, and uh, Wade and I were mentioning earlier, I mean, everything you have has been donated. I mean, from all the gear and all the motorcycles, and even, Wade, you were mentioning the, 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 Probably the help, the, yeah. the help, the instructors, yeah? Brother, I was about to say the same thing. The time, really, as you time. all know, the most valuable yeah. thing is people's time. And highly skilled motorcyclists are showing up on the regular. So this past Saturday, wow. yeah, we had uh, Micah Miller and Charlie Hatfield and some new volunteers kind of come over and walk through. We've got a tentative class going on here, my friend, July 25th. That's nice. kind of the big news is we're going to do something right here at our little place. Uh, just kind of ramp up very uh, young, new riders. As kind of an interim pandemic limited uh, event and then we're going to soon be out at Hollister Hills targeting wow. September. Nice. Awesome. And yes, uh, my friend. Uh, how is everything going? Um, do you need me to donate a two-stroke 500? Well this is what I want everyone to do that's listening to the radio station that can afford it and this is um, look out for b360baltimore.org so this is an organization in Baltimore. If you've seen 12 O'Clock Boys, uh, as an example, um, these are folks from that community who are attempting to teach STEM, so science, technology, engineering, math, to kids in the community using motorcycles. 
So um, they are a fantastic organization, and we've been in contact with them uh, over the last uh, six months or so trying to figure out a way to work together. Can you repeat that um, name again? um, It's b360baltimore.org, and uh, they're a wonderful program. We have about 300 students who are awaiting um, classes because they've basically been stymied by COVID-19, sadly. Gotcha. And so I want to put a huge plug in for them. Uh, please and do so, so always. Um, yeah, Brittany, their founder, absolutely fantastic. And they're just wonderful people and doing uh, great stuff. They're actually taking what we want to do to the next level as far as I'm concerned, and that is basically give, give kids not only motorcycling but a career perhaps related to motorcycling, but definitely a career as well. And I just, I, I love that. So I think they're doing something fantastic. And if you haven't seen 12 O'Clock Boys, I highly recommend it. I'll look into it. And, you know, the fact of the matter is, you know, my uncle taught me how to work on bikes and stuff. And in a sense, you know, I'm, I'm wondering if your, your classes are like that, to have the extra uncle or aunt or whomever to get folks interested. And, you know, it's like anything, I mean, you got to know where the spark plug is. You got to know how to kickstart. You got to know where the throttle, clutch, brakes, everything is. And, oh. um, and you know, it's all about education. And what's really nice is, uh, especially uh, about folks who normally wouldn't be able to do it. And, uh, you know, uh, there's a Rossi out there. <laughs> exactly, uh, dude. I mean, you know my theory on all of this, right? I mean, this is, it's not just motorcycling. I mean, the next Mahatma Gandhi is, you know, it could be anyone, right? And yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. like, give so everyone a chance. Exactly. And, and, you know, it's wonderful that you're doing that. And uh, your SFMC is, uh, I hope everything is going well out there. And, um, yeah, whatever you need, you know, let me know. And um, everything right now is just kind of in a funny situation. I haven't seen you in a while, Clay, but I know you're out there. You know, I got pictures of you all over my wall. Um, it might be like a stalker <laughs> thing, but don't worry about that. But, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I you just you want to make Alex. sure. Well, That's a given. Not okay. as much as I do. Can't wait for yeah. out of vendors at some point soon. I miss yeah. that so much. Well, everything's just kind of funny right now, and we hope it'll get better. But even more importantly is actually um, you, as well as a couple of other folks that I know that have uh, been running things on Motorcycles Outdoors, at least you can do it. And it's nice. Keep it separated. Everything. Uh, going dirt bike riding is not COVID dangerous. Uh, right. You got the dirt to get for the particles and everything else in between, yeah. and um, yeah, um, just keep Even on letting that us spread out, dude. Like <laughs> Bungie Brent, Backroad Bash, he intentionally limited the crowd to half of what it was last year. No kidding. So everything's yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah. So um, Clay, um, what's going on next? And would you like to put a word out? I'd love that, my friend. And so uh, July 25th, we have a little class going on here as a trial of our own ended curriculum. And that's full. But September 15th, uh, I'm sorry, sometime in September, we're targeting September 5th is the date. Um, but we're solidifying that right now. We are doing a training in Hollister, and I need to update the website to reflect this. But it's really fresh news, my friend. Yeah. And, um, yeah, definitely. And then we're going to attempt to expand to this is really hot off the presses. And I need to talk to the board about this, by the way. Um, and so we're really hoping to start to train um, women as well down the line. No way. I'm sorry. You got to leave the women out of motorcycling. There's no way you could have girls riding motorcycles. 
no, yeah, no, why no, no. would we oh, want God. you know oh, more yeah. sensible people yeah. on motorcycles? Oh, we're going to be when beat. We can have a bunch of lunatics. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get our asses kicked. God damn it. All right. Well, you know, you're going to be in the history books of introducing women to riding motorcycles. Yeah, we're all, we're, we're all, we're all in a world of shit now. <laughs> no, that's awesome. They can teach us a thing or two, brother. You've met Jennifer Brown. Oh, yeah. She can teach, she's taught me more than. <laughs> Don't even get me started. <laughs> Wait, no, I've been going that way. All right, all right. Um, no, that's really, really awesome. And uh, the fact of the matter is, I mean, um, interestingly enough, uh, I've seen that women have gotten farther in motorcycling than other sports. we got some folks out there right now really kicking ass in the alley, man. You know, and um, everything yeah. else in between. Everywhere. Um, yeah, truly. Track, so, um, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So there, there is no gender difference in motorcycling. Really, it has to do with, like, you know, just wide open, yar yar. But um, yar yar, Clip. Uh, I know you're out there out right right now, and um, yeah, um, I want to hook you up with Hawk and um, uh, Hawk Posada and his program. I think um, it's all about the children and also the next generation. You know, um, Definitely, exactly. It, it's a big oh, thing, great. and um, yeah, um, We're on the same page, brother. It's are. all about the next generation, and it's really hard for them to learn now. We can make that easier. Especially now, and also what you have, which is what we never had, was actually someone willing to teach you that had bikes and gear. <laughs> Usually you had to well, go steal it and on. shit. <laughs> the, the, the first part of that equation we're working on now. We have gear, thanks to all of you, so much. I can't uh, express it. I mean, we've had so many gear donations. It's been fantastic, Alex. I mean that. Uh, um, so, Clay, do you need some bikes? We're now starting to get some bikes, dude. So we're getting enough funding where we think we can go out and buy some old used dirt bikes and have our own. Okay. And so that's so the next level. We nice. need new bikes. So all you um, looters out there, yeah. if you loot a bike between uh, 80 CC and 50, just leave it in of me radio, I guess. But yeah, we need new bikes. Yeah, you know, actually, so like looters, 50, get us bikes. 50s, brother. We're really looking. Actually, we have like so. We have a, a few 125s and uh, a 110 or two, and um, but really the smaller bikes, my friend, like the 50s. Okay, like that's PW50s, interesting. Like PW50s with uh, uh, what do you call them? The training wheels. Ooh, so you're yeah. looking for well, entry level bikes. Wheels, but you're looking no for entry level. level bikes, yeah. Entry level bikes, 50s, okay. 70s, 90s, 110s. So you heard really, it here. The smaller, the better. You heard it here on Racers Alley. Uh, I want you five listeners to goddamn get your checks out and buy some bikes. So we really need some <laughs> between 80 that, and 150s. And, and donate, uh, them. donate them. Donate them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Berkeley on the Yamaha, sell them bikes. But uh, so, um, yeah, actually, Clay, uh, so what we're looking for is really beginner bikes. Yes, please, Alex. That's really where we're That's deficient important. as far as loaners go. We actually don't. We have an XR80. I want to give props to the Sunday morning ride crew, wow. David Allegri and Tony Rua is coming together to bring us awesome. an XR80 and Whoa. donating gear yeah. as well. Hillary Davis from Damestone Care made a huge uh, cash donation recently. That's awesome. That's why we're in a position where we can start to um, get, uh, and there's so many donors. I mean, dude, I can go through the list and I will. You can um, uh, next time, whenever you want, dude. Um, we appreciate this because guess what? I mean, we're kind of in our way, but we got to teach a younger generation. Mm -hmm. you know? 
Right. Yeah, and so on that note, Alex, if you don't mind, I was going to just actually hand over the mic to my son and kind of, you know, let him express why we're doing this because he's actually been a huge help. Can I ask uh, him a couple of questions? Happen. Yeah, and you haven't gotten to meet him. He's kind of the – him and his sister are the prototypical first oh. rides, first riders, I would say. I'll be nice yeah. then. You probably know that this has been a – I mean, been in the work for a number of years now. I mean, my dad is this a son? I haven't heard you yet. Yeah, Get the mic closer. Son. Yeah, you need yeah. to meet him. Okay. Uh, was... Is your dad a yeah, boxers they... or briefs guy? And has he ever actually like you know opened the fridge and drink the milk out of the refrigerator? <laughs> totally. He's got his own place. Yeah, That's how mature he is. Oh, damn, he's a racer. <laughs> oh yeah. In a van. Oh yeah. <laughs> in all seriousness. Man in a van with a plan. <laughs> so who am I speaking with? AJ is the name. AJ? Uh, and it's Alex, correct? Uh, sometimes. AJ? Sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Nice to meet you, mate. And uh, you're helping yeah, Cliff out, you. and you're part of the class and program. Uh, what would you like to say? Um, I just want to talk about, uh, like I don't know, general stuff. I, I don't know if I can... Part what I'm going to say yet, but I think I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent myself. Well, do you like peanut butter with bananas or just peanut butter? I mean, there's a difference. I think, you know, white I bread. Think both. Uh, it's like, Why not are. both? Uh, okay. But really, um, yeah, so this has been a process that we have been uh, just, it's been in the works for a while now. And we've been really just getting it more and more together. You know, as my dad says, I'm kind of like the pilot of all this. Because he taught me at a very young age. Nice. And I'm very thankful for that because when I'm on a t any like any two-wheeled uh, like construction, whether it's a bicycle or a motorcycle, I feel comfortable. You know, um, like I, I, it, it's like second nature, muscle memory. You know, and I've I've almost always felt that way. I generally don't doubt myself too much when I'm riding. It's only now that I'm starting to dirt jump on. MXs that I'm getting a little stressed at times. So, really, uh, though, uh, jump on BMX yeah. bikes. Yeah. So, are you yeah, in been... your 20s? <laughs> no one jumps on been... BMX bikes in their 30s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually, today I've been painting my BMX and uh, just redoing it and uh, just upgrading some parts. Wade, his favorite color is purple. Yeah. yeah there you go. All right. You're our pal instantly. <laughs> Ding. We have a winner, folks. <laughs> right? A little bit of black. Yeah. So, anyways, here you are. I'm glad yeah, you're it's, a it's, part of the really program. Crazy. Yeah, I'm really glad to be a part of it. And I'm just so stoked to have the help of all of our volunteers. Because this is not something me and my dad could be doing by ourselves. Definitely That's not. a huge difference. Like, and thank there you for are saying so that. many pieces to this puzzle, but you know we're starting to see the image. You know we're yeah. starting to see the picture. Evan from Monkey Moto School has joined the crew. Evan, Evan Arkush. Oh God, yeah, damn it! Totally. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I, I think right? you should burn this effigy, and then you'll be fine. No, Evan's more part of our oh, wrecking yeah. crew here, and he's awesome. <laughs> He just sent one of the girls. Hey, in we're gonna shop suck you guys earlier. in too. You're gonna be drawn in. <laughs> no, Evans. Evans actually part of us here, and yeah, he's had a few. I, I believe they just found his third stolen bike. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Evans had hard times here and there. 
but uh you know that's great that you're part of the program and um yeah i mean uh all we want to do is just um here just uh, yeah just just make biking and racing go on like yeah. wade yeah. said uh we're a show about motorcycling motorcycling stories and uh just trying to keep everything going proper yep i think that's what we're all trying to do is just spread the love you are you know, you fun riding bikes all right so you are you are uh, please send us a medium pizza a deep dish. And uh, we're at Beat Radio. Like right? We don't like deep dish? My motorcycle. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there's a motorcycle. Thank you, Lord. Why not pizza, right? But thanks for calling in. And um, really, you know, as far as our show goes, um, we can set, uh, just like Pedro, I'm sorry, Pedro Valdez Feliz, uh, that we missed you earlier at 7 o'clock. But. Um, you can you can have a piece of our show, uh, uh, one or three times a week or whatever, and call in and just definitely make sure that you let folks listen and let them know what you're up to because I mean as far as what you're doing it's fucking wonderful, and uh, we're just so sweet, you know it, it really is. It's, Thank uh, you. Everyone we really wants want to that. build a network. We're so, just trying to build a network, buddy. We exactly. don't want to compete with any of these other providers, like hawking them. We want to help them, dude. No, I we think I think uh, everyone's together on this. Yeah, and yeah. it's all about just being motorcyclists. I mean, I'm sure if Hawk listens to this, I mean, he'd probably be going yar yar. So, uh, you know, um, we yeah, we're all in this together. Way. Um, yeah. So we're let's just all get more motorcycle racing going on, and uh, in the future, I'm gonna run for president. We're not gonna have religion anymore. It's if you're a rider or you ain't, you know. And well, then we'll, yeah, we ride. We ride or you don't, you know. R-E-R. Ride to live, live to ride. Live to ride. <laughs> but thanks for calling in, folks. And um, you know it. Yeah, we love you, you all. Uh, be safe. Uh, I believe you're Clay. You're out there having a good time. Yeah, you too, Alex. Let me know, Wade, Brian. You need anything whatsoever, man? I'm there. Uh, fresh apple pie. Yeah. Right. right on. Cheers. Cheers, baby. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheers, Much love. Safe. Oh, yeah. So that was a fun time. Let's have, uh, what time is it? It's 8 o'clock. Boy, my show is way past over, and that's why Pam's here. Oh, Pam says nothing's happening, so we're just still rolling. Hi, Pam. There's no one here at 8. We're still rolling. I do want right. to say before we <laughs> forgot, though, happy birthday to our late friend. Robbie, yes, we have it yeah. gone, and that's why I had the uh, the horn out. Go, Robbie! Uh, Pam had a horn on her show, and Robbie was always our horn guy. Yeah. So R E R. Sound effects. Uh, R E R. Brian, do it again. <laughs> and Pam Tastic, I can't hear you coming here. Here you are. Oh, I just I remember his little black outfit with his little purple piping. I loved his little purple piping <laughs> yeah. on his suit. Purple piping. Yeah, purple piping. So cute. Subculture. There you are. But, uh, yeah, uh, Robbie's birthday was uh, just uh, passed, and uh, part of our wrecking crew, uh, motor tire guy, and we loved him a, a, a shit ton. And, uh, yeah, yep. he just kind of went quickly. And uh, But he's with us, and uh, he'll always be with us, uh, especially here at, uh, uh, well, actually, what are we doing? Uh, Racer's Alley, Mutiny uh, <laughs> Radio. So, yeah, yeah. Let's take a break, and uh, we might be on for a little more. Let's talk to no way! What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop! Joke 
workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. <laughs> Yahoo! I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch It's the House of Pride Show with your host, Tweeka Turner. It's the Pride Top 20 Countdown. All right, ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. House of Pride Radio coming at you live from San Francisco. We have a guest right now. We have the one and only DJ Lil Gay with us. Uh, Can you hear us? Yeah, Tweeka, I'm excited to be back. Thank you so much for having me. Great to have you back. Now, I know you're live on the highway. Which highway are you driving on right now? You know, I don't even, I think I'm on 880. <laughs> He's lost. Or 580, 580, 580. <laughs> there we go. We're lost in multiple ways over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, so great to have you back on uh, the countdown uh, today. Uh, but uh, we want to highlight um, an event that you as a producer and DJ um, have coming up, have cooking for us coming up at the end of the month. Go ahead and tell us all about it. Yeah, so this is going to be awesome. We're not... Totally, totally released yet, but on April 30th, Make A Party will be back at DNA Lounge for a Parklet event, and it will also be live-streamed, and we have some amazing people booked. Um, yourself, you know, we're super thrilled to have you. We have Ray Rhodes coming all the way from Tiger Heat and Los Angeles. So those are the two ones that I am going to release right now because we have some um, other amazing things in the works. Oh, great. Yeah, coming all the way from L.A. in the house. It's going to be a party uh, representing uh, the Big Gay Party production team, uh, which consists of you, DJ Lil Gay. Who else is involved? Yeah, you know, um, it's crazy how much the company's grown. We have about 16 employees now. Um, We actually just added J.I. He used to be a fellow, like, promoter, if you will, for the boy bar um, at the cafe as well as the crib back in the day. And he actually was there for when Lady Gaga came to the crib back in the day. So it was super awesome to work with J.I., and he's super amazing. We have DJ Snowflake. Uh, we have a girl named Kathy, and we have a, three interns now at the company. So that's super awesome. Super awesome indeed, and congratulations on the growth of your company. Uh, and where can folks go to follow uh, Big Gay Party? 